0: Welcome to the Wonder of Our Life podcast. This is Marie LeBee, and I am so glad you're here. Hi, welcome to another episode of the Wonder of Our Life podcast. This is Marie. We are talking about motherhood and embarrassment. There's lots of levels of embarrassing stories. From childbirth, which I don't know about your experience, but I had a C-section in a teaching hospital. So I had about five people learning how to deliver a baby in my operating room, my hoo-ha out in all its glory. And that's how we started. Basically no shame. I just started motherhood, full throttle, everything literally laid out on the table. And then we went into like nursing where grabby little hands just are looking for the boob, no matter where you're at. Many a times I have flashed people unintentionally during that phase of motherhood. Or I went back to work and didn't realize there was some kind of gross spot on my work clothes from either a food accident, a poop accident or both. And, you know, it always showed up at the most inopportune times when you're trying to dress to impress, and the obstacles of motherhood are shown in all its glory on your adorable pencil skirt. And then, when you have kids who have medical issues or special needs, there's just different levels of embarrassment for everybody, for the kids, for you. And nobody tells you about those things. Nobody navigates you through those things. And I thought, you know, after a while of doing this, it would lessen or I'd be able to anticipate them better, but that's not always the case. Like for instance, I, um, when my son was first diagnosed with type one diabetes, I worked from my son's classroom. I thought this would be the best solution since I didn't have a, really a school nurse at the time. And the teacher was awesome. And because I do digital marketing, I could pretty much work from any Wi-Fi connection. And I would be trying to do my work from the back of the classroom, navigating little eyes. And some of the content that I did was not always you know, age appropriate for teeny kids because I was working with a winery. And so those were embarrassing moments. It's embarrassing to navigate how to give shots on field trips or class parties without embarrassing your kid. Like you, you try the best you can to make them fit in and make everything normal and everything fine. But you know, when you're the only mom hopping into a party in sixth grade, you know, it's a little embarrassing. Uh, thankfully my son is like a freaking rock star and he is so chill about it all. And he just owns it. And he was the kid in his class when he came back to like share all about his diabetes and his Dexcom and poking his finger in the hospital. And you know, he's owned it. This is a part of his life. And sometimes the embarrassment is just with me, you know, being the only mom on a field trip or sneaking into a classroom and trying to give him a shot without like being uncool and anyway. It's definitely my own insecurities. And being a people pleaser is not easy to navigate all of these different things that come along with diabetes or RAD or sensory processing disorder every sst meeting or iep or 504 meeting it's embarrassing you know i i want to please everybody i want to be the mom that everybody likes i'm the one who brings like the pinterest snacks and to now all of a sudden become the mom who's having to fight for your kid and stand up and be like no that's not cool no that's not right it's hard and it's embarrassing And again, nobody tells you about this. Nobody gives you a manual when you're learning how to dose insulin or figure out how to work neurology in a sensory kid on how to make, you know, these situations less embarrassing. And then we have, you know, more recent situations where uh, my daughter, we're trying to push her to do more things, hard things. Um, outside of her comfort zone, and so we're always like, you can do hard things, you can do hard things, and totally got that from Glenn and Doyle from Untamed. If you have not read that book, definitely read it. It's freaking fabulous, but um, we're starting in, you know, new things, like a new school, and so I was the mom in the parking lot with a sensory kid on overload who just had a full-on tantrum, and You know, you just stand there speechless, wanting to support your kid and totally mortified at the same time. It's a tough balance. And, you know, doing things like swim lessons or we're trying out water polo right now, you know, being the mom in the pool with a swimsuit on is not super comfortable. I am not like super into, you know, I'm happy with my body at any size. I'm not. I feel floppy and dumpily and squishy and, really have no desire to be in my bathing suit in public in any capacity but if i'm pushing my daughter to do hard things like swim lessons and trying out water polo and she needs me to be in my bathing suit in the water with her then gosh darn it i'm gonna be in my bathing suit in the water with her totally terrified of all the judgy moms looking at me and wondering why the heck this mom is in her bathing suit in the shallow end with her daughter trying to mimic these things and swimming and water polo, but there I am because I wanna be 100% supportive of my daughter doing hard things, and that means I do hard things as well. And sometimes those hard things are just crazy meltdowns in the middle of nowhere, where we're in a supermarket and as a nine-year-old, my daughter is super overwhelmed by what's happening and just stops and screams at the top of her lungs for no reason. Well, that's not true. no reason, she's super sensory overloaded and can't express herself and just screams. And we're there and I calm her down and we keep going and judgy eyes are on you and you just wanna hide in a corner, but you can't because you are supposed to be the strong one being strong for your kid. Or, you know, just anything, Play, play dates. Or my daughter has absolutely no sensor and we were in church And thank God, we're the coolest pastor and pastor's wife who just joined us, total friends of mine. But my daughter is like coloring in church and in the middle of service, one of her pictures, she was like, hey, this is a picture of the pastor and me sitting in a chair totally bored falling asleep because this is super boring. Thank God my pastor's wife has a sense of humor and she laughed too and she's like, you know, it's cool. Like revolve in there like, don't worry about it. But those are the moments that pop out of nowhere and you are totally mortified and wondering what the heck to do. So if you've had any of these experiences with your kiddo trying to navigate medical issues or SST IEP 504 meetings or just life in general that gets overwhelming for your kids, you are not alone and you are a freaking rock star because being a parent in these embarrassing situations is not easy. It's not always easy, especially if you're a people pleaser like I am. So some of the things that have kind of been pep talks for me as I'm navigating all of this, and I'm still navigating it. I'm not doing it 100% correct all the time. But these are the things that help me, and maybe it can help you. One, remember why you're doing these things. You are being the mama bear. You are creating experiences by giving insulin doses so that your kid doesn't have to go to the nurse's office or um, doesn't have to miss a field trip. You are the one navigating a meltdown so that the next time she's on sensory overload, um, she doesn't feel the need to meltdown the same way. It's a teaching moment. And you're doing this because you love your kid, period exclamation point and anybody who doesn't understand that or get that or values that then screw them this is not these are not your people okay you're gonna find your people and if you are in a situation where you're being judged for loving your kid screw it who cares what they think you know you may care at that moment but remind yourself it does not matter their opinion does not matter if they were in your situation i highly doubt they would be handling it as well as you so give yourself some props on that one second find your community people that you can vent to to be like oh my god today was mortifying and this is why Who are not gonna give you the like sunshiny pep talk if you are so amazing who will just sit with you and be like yeah man that sounds <laughs> mortifying and you are a freaking awesome mom because you love your kid and you did it anyway but yeah we're gonna sit in that fact that all of those Judgy people totally did judge you in Target, and you did it anyway because you're strong and amazing and you can do hard things. The third thing is just give yourself some freaking grace you know we're all doing the absolute best that we can we're trying to create the most absolute amazing life for our kids that we can trying to navigate this like totally untested waters of whatever medical condition you are trying to navigate and you're doing it the freaking best you can you know and i feel like when We step out of our comfort zone and we do the best we can. The universe meets us and says, I see you, mamas, I see you. Let me bring people to encourage you. Let me make this situation as best as we possibly can make it. And hang in there, you're doing good. So remember, you love your child. That's why you're doing it. Build a community of people around you who support you despite mortifying situations and give yourself some grace because you are doing a freaking amazing job. And I would love to say that these embarrassing moments are gonna dissipate and go away. I haven't lived an entire life. My kids are still nine and almost 12, but I'm guessing that they're not gonna go away. I'm guessing that I'm just gonna care less and less about what people think and remember that I was chosen to be these kids' moms for a reason. I was chosen because despite being embarrassed, I do it anyway, despite the meltdowns, despite the, you know, crazy trying to be the insulin ninja. Um, despite the crazy playgroups, you know, despite the terrible, hard IEP five oh four meetings, I keep going. And the universe and God keeps providing me amazing doctors to support me and my kids. You know, amazing friends, amazing community to support me and my kids. And honestly, even like great coaches and teachers who support me and my kids. And when you don't give up, the universe will bless you with what you need. Um, know that I'm always here for you. If you need a vent or you need a person to be like, oh my gosh, today was a mortifying day and I just need somebody who understands and relates to this, please find me on Instagram, marielabee, M-A-R-A-E-L-A, boy, boy, elephant, elephant. Um, I would love to chat with you. Uh, also, you can find me at marielabee.com. Um, where I have a blog, and you can find this podcast as well, or um, my email is Marie A-N-N, Libby, L-A-B-B-E-E, at gmail.com. Anyway, know that you can always reach out to me. I am here to encourage and love you, and I am praying for you and sending you all good vibes, because even though this is really hard and sometimes terribly embarrassing, we got this, and we can do hard things. Have a wonderful week, and I'll see you next week.